Hey guys, welcome to part three of our three-part series of the Treehouse Lounge, uh, where we interview uh, the characters. We have already done Imp and Moreland. Today's episode, we will be interviewing Jeffro. Last but not least. We have him in the studio today. How are you doing today, Jeffro? Oh, you know, I'm doing just fine. You know, it's hard being me, but somebody's got to do it, right? I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I guess if you're ready, Jeffro, we can just hop right into it. <laughs> <laughs> Hair and gun joke. <laughs> he said to hop right in because you're a rabbit. Yeah, it ain't funny making fun of me. Okay? <laughs> it ain't well, actually, fun- no, that it is It ain't funny. funny to be a bunny. It actually nice. is. Nice. But like sometimes bunnies are funny. All right, so my first question for you today is, will you ever reveal what's in your maraca box? Yeah, the stuff that maracas is made out of. What is in a maraca? You know, beans and rice and, and salt and rocks and stuff that just makes, you know, shaking noise. Like, you know, that's mm. all that's in there. Why? Wow, what do you think's in there? I don't know what's in there. I just was wondering if you would ever reveal it because you kind of made a point of saying that nobody knows what's in it. Well, maybe we ought to keep it that way, all right? All right. Some people just like to have personal items on themselves and keep it to themselves. You ain't got to be so poignant. What do you do? What is this? Is this some kind of interrogation or something? It's you know, an interview, not Jeffrey. here, right? Well, I talked to Morland about his interview, and it was all easy stuff. They always say he's going to be talking about my box. Leave my box alone. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll Thank move on. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> is he trying to play a trick on me? Morland! Everything's fine. All right, then. Close that uh, window. <laughs> Sorry. All right. It was a second-story window, by the way. So, <laughs> Jeffro, this one this one might might hurt your feelings a little bit. But I need to know why Jeffro's always saying that he's the best at everything, even when he's not. What do you mean he's not? <laughs> Who like, are you to, ask, to, to say that I'm not? Uh, Did you not see me take down the Sky King? That is precisely what I'm talking about. <laughs> Nobody saw you take down the sky <laughs> Well, listen here. You know, us hair gones are rare in this part of the world. So obviously somebody's got to be the best hair gone around here. It sure as hell ain't my mom and pa because they ain't even here. It's me. I, I'm, I'm the one that's the best. So y'all got the best of the best. Now you may not think, well, you're not better than Imp and you're not better than Moreland. Well, who are you to say that? What? You know, did, did you, do y'all see that they follow him around? They want to be with the best. People naturally gravitate towards the best. So obviously they're following around the best, which obviously in everybody's eyes will mean like I'm the best. So anybody that says anything different is just slap wrong. <laughs> okay. Thank it's you. hard to argue with circular logic. Yeah. yeah I'm not even going to try. He will drag me down to his level and beat me with experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this one's a little lighter of a question for you, Jeffro. Would you prefer a straw hat or a cowboy hat if you had to choose between the two, and why? Oh, straw hat, definitely. All right. Because there ain't no cows around here. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was just a, an easy one. You know, I'm not going to wear a cowboy hat if there ain't no dang cowboy. 
but you know straw makes more sense it's flat covers more sun keeps them you know i got these big ears i got to tuck tuck them under something good so i got to have a wide hat so straw hat just makes sense that was actually my follow-up question would you tuck your ears into your hat or would you poke holes in the hat for your ears well i keep them under you know i don't want to get the, the inside sunburn there ain't that much hair you see the inside there ain't that much hair in here and if they're out in the sun all day it'll get all real pink and it just hurts and there's a lot of ear to get burnt right there so i got to keep them underneath the hat that makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. There it is. Yeah, there there right. it is. So. All right. So uh, I guess we're going to move on to uh, Alex's questions. Hey, Jeffro. Uh, nice to meet you. You as well. Yep, yep. Um, How's your mom, so, Paul? Uh, they're good. That's they're nice. good. That's they're nice. good. They're good. Yeah. They, uh, you know, they just do what they do, man. I have this interview about me. If you could move it on, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm ga- gathering so far from this interview is Moreland's a saint. Um, what is the hardest part for you about being a herring gun? Well, to be honest, I don't like how small I am, especially next to Moreland. You know, yeah, but like houses are small next to Moreland. That's true, (laughs) but I'm next to him all day long. So, you know, literally being in his shadow is, is not great most of the time. Now I wouldn't tell him this in front of his face, you know. I don't really say anything good in front of him or him, but I'm glad that he's as big as he is because it, it makes me feel safe and, and I like being around my friends and it, and it and it's real nice and stuff. But, uh, you know, being this small, sometimes I do feel a little frail and, and, and like I might get hurt a little easy. But, you know, so, so you know, I, I really w- – wait, what was your question again? Uh, what's the hardest part about being a herring gun? Yeah, that's it. And you just said be, it was because you're small. Just being so small gets in the way sometimes. I wish I could be a little bit bigger and a little bit stronger, but it's all it's okay. You know, I, I I've learned to adapt, and it makes me quick and agile, and I can hide real well and stuff. But you know, I just I wish I could pick up a dang tree sometimes, just hit somebody with it. You yeah, know, that's strangely specific, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to use a tree as a club? I mean, ask Moreland. He'd love. To, he does it. I've seen that's, him do it. That's true. He, he uh, yeah, I've what seen him. That's a big feller. That tree, tree feller. <laughs> you get it, feller. Tree. Yeah, I yeah. Know. Both because he knocks trees over, and he's a feller that deals deals with trees. You, you know, you multi layered. You're, you're almost guy. as smart as that Moreland, or maybe I don't know. Oh, okay, don't well, tell him I said right. that either. Everyone um, says he's a smart one. Yeah. yeah, I have heard that a lot. All right, if you could change any one thing from your past, I know that you're basically the best ever at everything. That's true. And true. that you both walk on water and are somehow also the greatest swimmer. Well, I but, like you. you. You understand me. You get me. <laughs> you, you get it. It's but about if you time. could change any one thing from your past, what would it be? Well, you know, we don't know a lot about it. I do wish that that imp knew his parents. We don't talk about that a lot. And, you know, growing up and having mine and being with them, it makes me a little sad that he don't know a ton about his, or at least he hadn't let on about them. And I don't like anybody to be without their mom, Paul. So, you know, I've had pretty good life raising a good family on good farm with imp, you know, he's part of the family, but sure. I I sure do wish, you know, he might know his a little bit better. Uh, I just want to point out real quick. If, um, if imp, knew his parents you might not know imp i don't know what you're talking about i'm a simple bunny (laughs) you know i don't know much about the anything but i do know the simple things in life and everybody should know their mom paul 
Fair enough. There you go. All right. Well, here's one for you. It, uh, you kind of already maybe led into it a little bit, but what is one thing that you appreciate the most about each of your friends? Uh, well, like I said, Moreland's just a huge ass person. <laughs> you know, it's nice to be able to get up to tall things and reach all the stuff. And if I need something picked up, and move Moreland can do it. And he's always hungry, which means that it's always going to be food around somewhere. We're going to be looking for it. So. Not only is he good for getting things and moving things and being places I can't get, he's also good for my health because I've always got food around. And, you know, and then Imp, you know, Imp's got a little magic to him and he's always there and always looking out for me and always looking out for what's best for me. So having somebody that cares for you and has got a little magic can do cool things and hide stuff. I mean, I've gotten into some stuff uh, that, that Imp has made go away, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That if he did make it go away, I might have got my high tore a little bit more up by Ma and Paul. But, you know, we, we'll we talk about some of that stuff later. But just having friends that can do stuff for me is basically what I love. That's, <laughs> so your that's favorite what, characteristic of both of your friends is the thing that they can do that helps you? Well, yeah. I mean, isn't that what everybody looks for as a friend is things that they can get out of them? <laughs> or is, is that not right? Or does that mean something different than what? Yeah, that's that's my answer. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, I well, do like them, you know, and love them. They're great, but boy, the things they can do for me is top notch. Got it. Thank you, Jeffrey. Oh, no problem. All right, and I think that's going to wrap up Alex's questions. We're going to move on to Mark's questions. Ooh, the DM always asks the hurtful things. What is it about you that you think that you believe? makes you so special that everybody's always jumping to your aid and always defending you all the time. What What is it about you that you think is so... I mean, if it wasn't for me, they'd be nobodies. When I come into somebody's... Jesus. Listen, listen when I come into somebody's life, great things start to happen. You know, Imagine good. a fart that never smelled bad. <laughs> That's Jeffro. That's exactly... <laughs> He's That's like a fart that never smells. He's the that. greatest thing He's there like is. He's like a loud fart, but you know? when you go sniffing for it, you can't never catch a scent of it. <laughs> like he all just, that attention, <laughs> but none of the drawbacks. He brings relief to everybody. It's just where he goes, wonderful things happen. I mean, I'm just the best thing to happen in people's like great adventures happen. You, you know, I mean, you ever seen a bunny fly before? Not before old Jeffro. <laughs> I'm just saying, when, where Jeffro goes, goes the great greatest things happen. I mean, you you go ask Moreland the Imp right now. You say, "What's the best things in your life?" Oh, Jeffro, <laughs> automatically, no hesitation. <laughs> that's just how it is. So you know, that's it. I just bring great joy to everybody. Oh, God. Man, that's good to know. That's good. Yeah, yeah. You bring, keep them coming. These are oh, easy I've peasy. Got more questions. Yeah, go ahead. So, <coughs> Jeffro. We've broached the subject of what makes you special, but what do you think are the qualities of your friends that are unique about them? Not just how they benefit you, but what do you think are the unique characteristics? Not just maybe because they're big or whatever. What is it about them as people that you really appreciate? Well... All my answers have been serious so far, so I'm not going to get away from serious stuff. Y- y'all know me. I, I shoot straight and a- strays an arrow every you never time. Lie. Ne- I don't tell no lies. Th- 
So, you know, what's what's great about both of those guys is uh, I know they care about me. Even if sometimes I get into some, you know, some antics or get out of line, which is rare. I know it's not, I know it don't happen very often, but no matter what happens, I can say that they'll both be there every single time. I don't have to worry about if somebody's got my back, they'll be there. I mean, they're always at my back because they naturally follow me because I'm the leader. <laughs> but the point is, they're always there. They're always ready to defend me and care for me and love me, even if something goes, you know, amiss. So I, I would say that's it. You know, I can get into whatever I get into, and they're going to be there, and I and I know that. My final question really kind of plays upon the first two uh, questions, but um, what would a world without Jeffro look like? Well, that's probably the toughest question you asked me so far because seriously, nobody even wants to think about that. <laughs> Just basically the worst parts of the I, Bible. I mean, let's 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 break this down. You know, greatness is gone. <laughs> you know, the best hero ever is gone. The fastest is gone. You know, I think I'm pretty good looking myself, so beauty's gone. You know, and without me, Moreland's just going to go back to cutting trees. Without me, Imp's probably going to be, you know, some kind of little devilish guy running around in jail somewhere because, you know, I'm the one that keeps him straightened in line. So without me, their life is nothing. You know, and, and that's 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 just who I've happened to be around my whole life, so that's all i got to base it on. So, I mean... It'd be terrible for them, you know, so they need me. The world needs me. And, you know, probably one, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and guess one day everything's probably going to come down to needing me. I'm just, I'm going to throw it out there. The world needs Jeffro. The world needs me. So let's not even think about what it looks like without me there. Cause that'd just be probably hell on earth at all times. I can, I can see it now. I can see Moreland just. Out there cutting trees without a care in the world. Just living life, not having to be responsible for anyone other than yeah. himself. And I can see uh, I can see Imp just like getting away with everything and never getting caught for nothing because nobody ever uh... Well Jeffro's always there to bail him out. Always. That's that's what I I'm selfless that way. You know, I'll put my desires aside to make sure Imp doesn't get into trouble. You can take that to the bank. Ask anybody. You can go ask him. He'll tell you. You know, he's probably out there right now waiting for me to come out there and take care of him because he's probably wanting to get into something he shouldn't supposed to be in. That's just how it is. So. I I think that's uh I think we're gonna just go with that. All right. So, uh, I think that about wraps our interview time up with Jeffro. Thanks for coming in, buddy. You know, y'all. It was a privilege for y'all. I know, and uh, I'm glad to be able to help y'all out in that. So you're welcome. All right. Well. Uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk to you again at some point. Uh, have fun tooting your own horn, bud. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was good. That was interesting. It, 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 that interview was, well, it happened. It was revealing. I am super glad we saved that one for number three. Yep, yep, yep. I basically just fart excellence. It's just... <laughs> hey, I just rainbows come pouring out my butthole. Good All gracious. Right. All right, well... <laughs> uh so i'm just gonna roll it over we're gonna uh move on to the off topic topic for this one um this is let's see if you could invite any three people living or dead 
to a dinner, who would you invite and why? And I'm actually going to put a stipulation on this. Uh, you all have comprehend languages and you can talk to each other. So like if you pick somebody that's German, you don't need to speak German to talk to them or whatever. Man, you know, like there's the, you could do this like in a fun way or you could do this in like a serious way. Like some one, like one of the initial ones that I think about, because I've often asked myself like, how did this happen? So I think about like, like world wars. Like, the United States got involved in World War II because... Japan. Japan decided to bomb Pearl Harbor. Which was against the advice of a lot of the military generals and a lot of the people. So, like, I would... Like, part of me would like to invite Yamamoto and just be like, listen, sit down with me. Talk to me about this decision that you made because, like, it ended up having catastrophic effects on both countries. Um... You know, and it was just this huge thing. I would love to sit down with, um, you know, George Washington or Jefferson or John Adams Well, when they were getting ready to found the country and be like, is there a way to do this that isn't going to result in this? I'd love to talk to Lincoln before the Emancipation Proclamation or, or Stonewall Jackson or somebody from, from the Confederacy and to be able to talk to them and be like, you're talking about something that's going to claim the lives of 600,000, maybe millions of people individuals at a time when the population was not is there a you know to have those come be able to have those conversations to be like look is there a way because i'm assuming that when we're having this sit down that it is like me with the knowledge that i currently have being able to sit down with them Um, part of me would love to be like just explain to me like because part of it is like like there's a level of like assurance in yourself and the decision that you're making and just a passion that and belief that what you're doing is right yeah and to to have those conversations and be like i understand the decision you made but it had this outcome was it still worth it like i would love to be able to have those kind of conversations with some of those just incredibly pivotal points like in american history or even in world history Talk about an Alexander the Great or an Attila the Hun that, uh, that conquered great, huge swaths one. of the earth and just be like, but why? Yeah. You know, uh, that's like me because I love history. Like, those are the types of people that I would just like. I'm just like, man, it'd be interesting to sit down with with those kind of individuals. Yeah. So probably for me, I would end up doing something like that because I'm a huge nerd. I think I think part of the the fun of thinking of these three people is thinking of how they would interact with each other as well. well that's true. I didn't even consider that. Cause like it's well, not I, it's not three dinners with three people. It's one dinner with three people. Like, could you imagine Tesla and Edison at the same table? That like things like that. I think. Well, would now be fun. I'm in my head. I'm going okay. So Yamamoto, John Adams, and Attila the Hun <laughs> all at the same table. I'm not sure that's going to go well. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I got to change my answer now. All right. Uh, well, mine. I didn't really think about. Uh, how they would interact with each other, uh, but I would I thought it would be really interesting to talk to uh, Immanuel Kant, uh, Winston Churchill. I, I really like philosophy, but mm-hmm. it's really hard to get people to talk about it. Like sure, like I've tried to get people to just sit around, and I would love, I would absolutely love if one of these off-topic topics one day was the trolley problem. Oh, I think that's a great topic. The what? The trolley, the trolley problem. problem. Oh, I don't know. We'll, we'll go over it. Okay. Um, but basically, uh, 
I would love to talk about that kind of stuff. But no, like most of the time when you bring stuff up like that, like if you just walk up to people that you know and you're like, hey, do you like philosophy? No. Here's the weird thing. And this is just a mild aside. Um, the trolley problem is actually real now. Like it's no longer just in the realm of philosophy. Oh yeah. With the programming of electric and like self-driving cars and automated vehicles, like the trolley problem exists because they have to tell that car in a situation whether to run over this person or this person. Yep. And the so it's no longer purely in the realm of it's philosophy. It's not hypothetical like it's real, anymore. It's not hypothetical anymore. Well, like it's, they're actually having to make those decisions now with programming, and it's interesting. Did you see they did that real experiment? And this is. We're getting even further off topic, but you should look it up. They did the the trolley problem for real as an experiment. They put a bunch of people on a train and had workers on the tracks, and then the conductor like had to leave the train for something, and then the train just started rolling. So they had to choose to hit the person standing there on their cell phone or the five workers that were working with like person on the cell phone all day. Screw that guy. <laughs> oh my god. God, right. like, this anyway. isn't hard. Anyway, so I feel like we should do the trolley problem as an off-topic topic. <sighs> no, but, I think that'd be fun. Um Hugh Jackman mostly because I really like musicals and he's been in two that I particularly enjoy, uh Les Misérables and uh Greatest Showman. Uh those were great. And I would love to be able to talk to him like about the experience of filming that and, and you know, just meet him because he seems cool. Uh, and Winston Churchill. <laughs> because it's Winston Churchill. Because yeah. <laughs> how cool would it be to be able to say, I sat at a dinner table with Winston Churchill. Yeah, probably like the same cigars him, too. Yeah, that's actually probably true. Uh, that's what I would ask him. That would be the first question. <laughs> What's your favorite cigar? Exactly. Uh, mine's on the more serious side. I would, it would be my, uh, son that my wife miscarried, my mother, and it would, it would be Jesus because most of the time when I was growing up with my mother, she was really usually, she was addicted to many things. And so I never had to get great conversations with her. Which led to, I don't know hardly anything about her side of the family, uh, my grandparents on that side of the family. I don't know where they came from because they didn't keep any kind of records or anything. Uh, I just never got to know her as a person. I only knew her from her bad choices in life. And I feel like I missed out on an opportunity of knowing, because I heard other people talk great things about her, but it was so rare for her to be in that realm of being able to talk to that I never, and I was too young to before she died. And then my my son uh, that was miscarried, you know, I mean, I just don't know, you know, what who he could have been or, you know, I do believe in God and in heaven and, and believe that he's there. So for me, I'm like, you know, you never experienced the world and, you know, I'd like to know what your experiences are now, you know, what you've seen, you know, what it's like to just go straight from where you were to to where you are now and then i mean for me like i said i believe in god i believe in jesus you know and if for those who do believe in jesus uh if you know who he is you know that he's all powerful all knowing uh has no beginning has no end is a god that is forever which he knows would know everything so you you know you want to know about Winston Churchill, 
he knows everything about him. He knows the every every hair that has ever been on his head. You know, if that's if you believe in God in the Bible, you would know you would believe that he knows everything. So to be able to sit down with with my creator and be like, hey, you know, which is even weird because like I have this question. For, I already know. Here, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about it. Yeah, you know, and to be able to share in conversation with him while my mother is there and while my miscarried child is there, you know, my mother was to to me. She's one of the hardest memories I have in my life. My son is also one of the hardest memories I have in my life. So the two greatest things that are that weigh on my heart to this day and my mind to this day would also be there with the the person that the I healer. love more than anything else in the world, my relationship with him. Yeah. Exactly. And so in a sense, while I'd want to be with him in conversation, I'd also want to be like, you know, well, here's Jesus also. You know, and I know religion is a is a hard topic for the world. Uh, and I would never push on anybody. That's just what I want for myself. I would love to be in, in that realm of like getting my mother and my son and him all at the same table at the same time. Well, you said, as soon as you said Jesus, I was like, I, I didn't even think about him. But even if you don't believe in Jesus or, or God or whatever, like that would still be a very interesting person to put at the table because then you would know for sure, like, if you're correct or not. And if you're not, well, you're in trouble. <laughs> you know, and so, and, and, you know, so, and with him, it, it's, that's it, that would even be from my background, because I study scripture, I know that he's all knowing. And so it would, it would, it would be intimidating to even talk to him. It'd be like, you already know my thoughts. And yeah, my, because he would know the question you're about to ask. You, you know my you inner, yeah, you, you know well, my innermost thoughts and my innermost secrets and my deepest, darkest things I've ever been through. You know all these things, so it's almost like, am I, would I even be brave enough to talk to him? Like, or would it just be more of like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry for, yeah, so, so I don't know what to say. But yeah, that would be my three people. I like that, Mark. Well, I, I thought I knew what I was going to say. <laughs> it's always hardest to go last because, like, you hear other people's answers and you're <laughs> like, like, oh, damn, snap, that would have been shit. good. Oh, no, that would have <laughs> yeah. been a, That's a great in- – oh, that's a great one too. Yeah, and then you I get- mean, like, Benjamin Franklin. All right. Because – Inventor, statesman, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, Benjamin Franklin. Like, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> I can't even say it. Even I'm, Benjamin I'm that, Franklin would be cool to sit with. <laughs> I am literally that, like, starstruck. As soon as I think of him, I get all like, ooh. So there's Benjamin Franklin, uh, Nikola Tesla, yeah. and uh, somebody that's really good at cooking. Like, just uh, somebody that could cook really good to make sure we all had a nice dinner. I don't even care. I don't even care. So one of the guests at your dinner party has to cook? I'm not going to cook. I'm hanging out with Ben Franklin and Tesla. Man, I could get up and do all that. Oh, Lord. All right. Maybe Thomas Edison so, knows how to make biscuits. Nope. No, wait, new, we can't new put him at a table with Tesla. Like, it'd be, that'd be a massacre. New stipulation, because obviously you're a master of cop-out answers today. Wow. Um, okay, so how is that different from real life? The dinner is magically provided on a table for you. You have to do nothing for it. Yeah. Who's your third person? Salma Hayek. <laughs> okay. All right. 
That's as far as we Listen, need to go with that I was, one. That was a moment of honesty. I didn't want to say that, but no, yeah. that's, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in to the end of this three-part series. Uh, look forward to more of this kind of thing on Treehouse Lounge, which is going to be available for well, our patrons. I hope my on, wife doesn't hear this. Which is going to be available for our patrons on Patreon. Uh, we also have all of our links to our social media underneath this and uh, our Discord. Uh, I'm constantly on Discord, so if there's other people there, we will be there to chat with you. Yep, and if you're ever interested in submitting an off-topic topic for us to cover oh, yeah. or anything like that, if there's something completely asinine that you'd like to hear us talk about, <laughs> by all means, share it there and make us make fools of ourselves. Um, you can we're like count a, on we're me. a dancing monkey with symbols. I mean, if you put it there and... <laughs> Give us a few dollars. We'll probably do it. So, Oh, God. Anyway, yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys later. Bye.